here's such a spaz. God, it's so obvious. What? You want to get married and have babies and pump on the washing machine all day. Or you're my pledge. And I'm obligated to keep you alive, which means anything you do comes back on me. It's like being tethered to a large dumb thing that is sinking. Hence our current situation. What's up, y'all? This is a Deadly Class Act. This is a Carefree Black Nerd review over Rick Remender, Wes Craig, Sci-Fi, and now Image Comics, or Image Comics and now Sci-Fi's uh, hit television show, Deadly Class. Uh, Good-ass show, man. I've been enjoying it. Make sure when you're listening to this episode of A Deadly Class Act, Use that hashtag ADCAPod. Let me know you're listening. Let me know you're out there. And also, when you're watching Deadly Class on Hulu, on Sci-Fi, on Bootleg, or whatever, make sure you use that hashtag as well. Make this a conversation. Ah, So, you all know me, your host, Rain Coleman. But today, I have a very special guest with me. Uh, Going to tear this show apart and uh, get some hot takes. What's up, man? What's going on with you? Yo, I am uh, B. Jinx, host of the Me, My Thoughts, and Eyes podcast. That's I spelled E-Y-E-S. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Thoughts and Eyes. Once again, E-Y-E-S. And uh, happy to be here, man. Appreciate you inviting me. Man, no. Thank you for coming on. Coming on, man. It's, it's been damn near a year since we didn't see each other. Like, so oh, yeah. cool, cool. We coming up on that uh, a couple months. Either way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> thanks. Yeah, what 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 Comico, what Comic Con, yeah, y'all, uh, yeah, that was a whole, that was a whole thing. But <laughs> we live and we in here. The links for your show will be in the show notes as usual. So listeners, make sure to kick, click that expand button, hit them links, and uh, follow this man's dope ass podcast because this is truly some black uh, boy joy, some some good, some fucking magic. <laughs> no doubt. Ah, uh, okay. Daily Class, Season 1, Episode 4, Mirror People. Uh, Before getting into the episode itself, how familiar are you with Deadly Class, with this image comic? So I didn't even know it was a comic till starting the show, so I'm I'm going straight from the show. Okay. Uh, and now it's making me want to go back and check out the comic, though, for real, though, because I'm liking it. Yo. Yeah, yeah. That's when the show heavy. Man, listen, I'm same, same here. I'm I'm so into And then it's so weird, like, I got nostalgia for it. I wasn't no kid back in the 80s. I, was, I mean, I was a little-ass <laughs> kid. I, I was like a, a fucking baby, but, you know, I'm still, I got them nostalgic feels watching this. I'm really enjoying it. Um. Okay, so you you said you're new to it, so that's good because I know the listeners are probably tired of hearing me talk about in the comic. It's like this in the comic. It's like this. so we comic stuff. Right, right. <laughs> Big nerdy nigga, but no, this this is this is this. Okay, good to have somebody with, who ain't familiar with the comic. I will say though, please pick it up. I mean, it's really good. I like it. No. <laughs> um. Okay, so we coming off of. Shabams, I don't know how to say that dude's name. The, the little uh, chunky dude's house party, and yeah. I, I don't know who who I don't know. I don't know who this nigga is. This dude ain't in the comics. I'm, that's the last time I'm gonna say it. Uh, okay. Who's in his house doing that whole um, 
uh, fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's what I. That's another thing I really like about this show is that that could have easily been dropped. Like it could have been we just had the party, fucked up the house, and that was it. But this is carrying over, and I don't know, man. I'm just a fan of the show. I'm just a fan of the show. Um, but that being said, what is your what's your take on this character, uh, this house party? Having seen the whole series so far, getting into this shit that's not in the school walls. You know what I'm saying? Oh. If that makes sense. Hold up, my bad, man. It just it froze on me and disconnected. Okay. I miss all that. All right, bet. No, so, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, with the opening of this show, does this feel like it's the same show? Like, do it feel like it's it's uh, consistent with the first three episodes? Is this something that took you out of it, or? Um, you know, I thought it was. I feel like it's kind of consistent because this show it can get dark, but it's also it can get real dark, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it also has sort of like this little this little zany feel to it too at, at times, and um, and I think actually because you know with this episode the way it went, at least where it kind of started out as far as like with the uh, the Breakfast Club parody, yeah. I feel like that 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 intro sort of set up for that that mm. we were going into something a little a little different so it was yeah. kind of like a little palate cleanser like okay. yo it's gonna yeah it's gonna be a little different yeah yeah right to it, though. okay and it's interesting you say that because a lot of times i watch these shows and i enjoy them but i also think about bingeability i guess so that does make a lot of sense if we come off the last episode get this little two minute scene this little fun shit then get right into the dark breakfast club of it all yeah, yeah, that was that was uh that was cool. A big critique that I have of this show is the absence of black women. I am going to say it till I'm blue in the mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. Does that detract you from enjoying the show? Is that something that or is it I guess am I am I harping on <laughs> like a no, lunatic? No, I mean that's that's valid, right? We wanna make sure in black women are represented always stand for that. And I just I just want to make sure if they're in this show they're represented well, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want to see no black woman get in a role and and just get slaughtered. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I want to, the way this show is going. I'm like, hold on now, let me see what <laughs> <laughs> space on for cash. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because I don't want I don't need her getting towed up or nothing like that. Right, right, so, right. But, um, no, always though. I think you you know you need. Uh, great representation all around mm-hmm. and i'm curious you know i know you won't go too much on the comic books but are there any <laughs> yeah in the yeah it's a it's just a black chick that who comes like you know a few trades in and she cool i kind of stopped around that time because i was like you know what i i like this comic but it ain't it ain't hitting all the notes for me but yeah it's it's, it's some it's some color coming down the line so, okay okay I mean, I saw one this episode. I mean, she ain't had no speaking. Right, and that's the thing, man. I just, uh, I'm, that, I don't care how much I enjoy this show. I'm, I'm going to tear this motherfucker apart like I do Riverdale every episode and how I do every other piece of media. Like, ah, where are the black women? But I digress. Uh, going into this, we pretty much uh, hit King's Dominion. This is, um, I guess, after school. Well, it got to be like a Friday. Because these monks come and pick Saya, uh, Marcus, Petra, Victor, Chico, 
What's the other dude? Is his name Jeremy? Do- um, I don't think he would, no, it was Jaden. I think something like that. Whoever they take these, they take all these motherfuckers and put them in detention. Now, um, again, the critiques I've heard from this show is that people don't like the dialogue. It's it's juvenile and stereotypical and this and that. But for me, I think that leans a lot into the eighties. Like the eighties and early nineties was a time when you could have problematic media. And it's just okay. This seems to capture that time very well, but I don't know. I just, I guess, I'm asking: Is this? Do you think that this is too campy, or if it's too, like, what did your your, your takes on the show as a whole? Like, is it outside of the stylized cinematography and shit? I think, you know, once I got into it um, a little bit in the first episode, and I felt like I realized that what they was doing not only does it take place in the 80s mm-hmm. but it's almost like a homage to 80s mm-hmm. media like you're saying so mm-hmm. once i saw that to me it doesn't bother me and feeling too campy i mean it's kind of a i don't say a breath of fresh air but in mm-hmm. a sense sometimes like i like going back and watching older movies from yeah. the 80s and 90s when mm-hmm. it you know the plots <laughs> and all that might have not been that detailed you know it's simple yeah, like, I, yeah. I mean, just a lot of difficult content on a regular basis Man. so it's like i Sometimes I need something that ain't as heavy or yes, as yes. intricate. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like everybody, this is art, so it's, it's room to be critiqued. But some mm-hmm. of, I feel like my critique of there not being black women is a little bit more legitimate because in the 80s, black women existed, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. To be like, oh, it's, it's, you know, stereotypical. Well, that's, you know, what you do. You take a stereotype and you exaggerate it a bit. Um but, you know, whatever, that's neither here nor there. We get to this Breakfast Club shit, and I really, really enjoy Master Lin. Like, I didn't think I was going to like this nigga, but the way he's physically, not even necessarily abusive, but the way that they're, like, breaking these kids down and building them up, I really enjoy seeing this man on st- on stage, on camera, mm-hmm. uh, doing his, a, a few reasons why. He's a man of color. He's an Asian man. Asian men, and I've mentioned this on my Titans Hunt podcast with Shogun of Government Name, that Asian men now are being cast in these roles that are making them more desirable, uh, sex appeal, alpha males. You weren't getting that a lot before. Just in the 80s, you look at the Breakfast Club, and that motherfucker was the butt of the joke. No, no, not Breakfast Club. uh, 16 Candles with the the foreign exchange student. With this... Master Lin, that nigga is smooth, I think. You know, he's an older Asian man. He's not some small-ass dude. He's not right. He's not the stereotype that we've been fed about Asian men for a very long time. And I really, really enjoy seeing him. I'm a fan. Uh, <laughs> what's your yeah, thoughts on, on Master I Lin? With, uh, I rise with him too, man. I, I, I think... And I feel like, you know, they're getting a little bit more into the complexities of his character. Mm-hmm. So, especially with this episode. Um, Man. And, yeah, like, it's, it's getting deep. And, yeah. and with, uh, I forget, what's the professor that, that quit, that he um, let go? I forget uh, his Dink, name. But... Dinky, Dinky. I can't pronounce It's D-E-N-K-E yeah. or something. Yeah. Whew. So I, yeah, I think that's bringing us, obviously, that's, you know, causing him some internal turmoil. turmoil. And so, um I'm just curious to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, 
As far as so that I guess as his wife or I don't even know. That's the thing, okay. and that that's the other thing I was gonna bring up is that he's a a sexual being, and uh, I'm trying. I don't mean to sound like it's just about sex, but historically in American media, Asian men have not been seen that way. Um, but I don't know if that's his wife because it seems like she's on the run her damn self. The conversation they had made it seem like maybe she's in hiding. Uh, so I don't, I don't know, but I mean, you know, he probably do some fucking, so that's, you know, that's, yeah. that, that's, uh, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, but that, that's, uh, I don't know. It's, I, I, I really enjoy it and I'm fanning out cause of course I'm a fan of the books, but to see the, the left and right turns that the show is taking that isn't in the books is what really makes me like this show even more cause it's. It's not a retcon. It's not like you you took the source material and you building on it in a way that feels very um, true to the source material. So, yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um. What's what's your thoughts on Saya though? Like just in general. Last episode, this episode, it don't matter. Just overall. Um. I like that they flashing out. So that w- that would be one critique I had of the first episode mm-hmm. where it seemed like it was it just jumped so quick to her mm-hmm. being in love with Marcus. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's still a connection there. Yeah. But I appreciate that there's there's more layers to her. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I'm like, why you at this uh, school when it seemed like your family can handle Bro. way better than anybody Did, else? They this... came through and wrecked shop. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. See, just two of them. Just two, bro. I another and uh, yeah. I ask myself this about every character when I see them on screen. Why are you at this school? And not even that you so great or so bad. Like, how did you get admitted into this school? Because we find out she pretty much fucked some shit up back home and ran away from home to this school. Like, how? We in San Francisco. You come from what? Oh God! I don't want to get this wrong. You you came from yeah. another continent. I'm gonna say that, right? Yeah, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to offend nobody. But yeah, like, oh, she she and her dad's dead. We find that out. We yeah. find out that the 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 katana, it's a katana, right? Yeah, that she yeah, that she wielding is his. It's his, and not to get too, I guess, uh, heavy or emotional with, but my mom passed, and so though that was a minor thing you know the sword and my mom wasn't no ninja you know nothing but you know i got shit from her that probably don't mean shit on the surface to somebody else like i got an old t-shirt that was hers folded up in the drawer that i I just have to have it so like though this show sentimental value man yeah it's that that hit that hit home with me and then the terrible relationship with her family like ah this show where I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, it's, it's getting better to me. These, these, <laughs> these episodes are kind of picking up even more and more. So it's getting me more involved. You okay. Know? Uh, uh, though, this, though it didn't happen this episode, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on Victor and Petra. This fucking at the party to kind of sort of day in to going to the party to the dance. Yo, my man, to... grimy. <sighs> Like he set her up for the okie doke. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, dang, that yeah. was wild. Like I thought, I was like, okay, he really about breaking these, uh, yeah, these social lines. Yes. And nope, 
Rome, send them right up to the Nazis. Like, Shit. But then, yeah, but I, so I was kind of, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to ship them or not, though. You know, I don't. they had their moment, but I feel like after that, like, nah, that's, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't ship them, but we'll see because they had the whole look in the eyes. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And I thought she was going to kiss them, but then, you know, <laughs> they went the other way with the story. I was like, oh, damn. Right, right. <laughs> or your Ooh. dad, anyway. But um, yeah, he. But I, I don't know. This episode did make me like um, a lot of these other characters more, mm-hmm. with the exception of one. I started yeah. liking Will get. <laughs> I said, at first, yeah. I was messing with you a little bit, and then I like, yes, so Mark. <laughs> that motherfucker, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in the same boat. I was live tweeting during that last episode and like i said on there and i and i'm not gonna delete it i want y'all to know this nigga fooled me too victor had me like oh shit you know these niggas finna get it together bro he i felt a little sad like damn nigga you played me too like i was like oh yeah, shit. you, <laughs> <laughs> you had me believing you I had a couple tears coming out. And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, that he didn't fuck." But that's I think that's again a testament to how good the show is. That it may have been obvious to someone else, but I was so into the show, I was so invested that when he pulled that whole "rat is a rat" and the legacy is a legacy, I was like, "Nigga, you, you cold, bro." Yeah, <laughs> you I, cold. I didn't see it, man. I figured something would happen to her, but I didn't think he was gonna set her up. Like, I didn't. Mm-mm. I thought they was gonna maybe fuck and then get blackmailed, but ah, that yeah, fuck him. But no, I don't ship to me that I do not like. Him, I don't like him for her, and I feel like she gonna kill him. Ain't no student killed another student, but I feel like if it come down to it, woman, black, white, Mexican, Latina, Argentine, whatever, you, a woman scorned. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I have no faith that. <sighs> okay, uh, so we we uh pretty much doing the whole Breakfast Club montage, and there's a couple other subplots going on in this episode. Uh, the first one I want to bring up is the Maria and Willie interaction. Uh, kind of before getting there, what are your thoughts on Maria and like her relationship with the school, her relationship with Chico, and her station? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to say if I if I feel like Chico is playing me, but I feel like I wonder because remember he made and maybe the last episode mm-hmm. when he had the comment about. Like oh he she's playing you she's yeah doing, yeah to she's Saya. these dreams yeah. and now I'm like is she playing Willie like I, I was low key like yeah you know scared for him I was yes. like, getting caught up in this stuff you yes. know like, you already done did this to Marcus like yes what is the truth yes you know? yeah tell the truth are you <laughs> like yeah I mean yeah. I feel like I want to feel for her for some reason like that it's been it's kind of in there in the back of my mind like I don't know if I trust her right 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 percent just yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but. But outside of that, like, you know, I'm curious, same way, like, I'm, well, it sounds like she just came there with Chico or whatever, he brought her, but yeah, pretty much. I'm still curious about some of those ties a little more. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I bring up the comic again, and the reason being because I know certain things that happened to her in the book, but because the show has done such a good job at deviating from the book, I don't, I don't believe everything that I've read is set in stone, but even with that, kind of in the back of my head 
I was nervous as fuck for Willie too, cause I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you. I didn't think it was the manipulating like she did with Marcus, cause clearly that motherfucker weak. Not not weak in the sense that he's not, he ain't shit, but that he's for her especially, cause he clearly got a thing for. Her. Mm-hmm. But with Willie, like he said, I don't want no trouble with the Vatos. Yeah, I don't want no trouble with y'all. You know, this is your yeah. shit. Don't. <laughs> And it, I just, when I see a black man on screen, a black person, period, but this black man on yeah. screen, surrounded by all these white or white passing killers, yeah, it's just, ah, uh, so I just protect Willie at all costs, man, I can't, uh, Right, so. right, and for that matter, even going back to the black woman, you know, uh, representation, like, it ain't really nobody but Willie right now, like, yeah. not, we know he has the crew and there's the other black mm-hmm. people there, but we ain't dove into them as much as I feel like you know everyone else and I'm afraid that we might not I really I'm but I'm trying to reconcile it with saying okay Saya we know her but we don't know her crew Brandy mm-hmm. we kind of know her but we don't know all of the Dixie crew we know Victor but mm-hmm. we don't know so I'm trying to reconcile it that way but the optics are just off to me like there are these non-melanated persons who getting all this screen time and we mm-hmm. get a crew and a half every so often. So, uh, I'm trying to take my, 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 my black power fist down a notch when I watch it to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. But I don't know, man, I'm scared. I'm scared for them. Yeah. I'm shook though. But I, I, even like outside of trying to, you know, the black bias, I feel like Willie is at least the most, or one of the most interesting characters. Mm -hmm. The fact that, you know, he is a pacifist and Mm -hmm. you find yourself in, uh, assassination yes. uh, school, so it's like where do you go from here? Yeah, like, how, how far can you bluff? Yeah, that, and, uh, and I, I brought this up before, I don't even remember where, it may have been on Twitter, but I'm, I'm piggybacking off of what you said, just the idea or the reality that this black man is already assassin school aside would have to maneuver in this world very, on eggshells versus how other people would. You know, even with the gang shit aside, if you go into the corporate world, there's a there's a certain way that you may have to present yourself. And this is the 80s. You know, you're in California. And then adding all that other shit on top of it, you have this uh, uh, mask that you have to wear being a pacifist, but also coming from this street life where it ain't just... You know, I'm talking this shit, though I'm a pacifist and I'm bullshitting. I have source material from my very own household that I'm using to convince y'all with my book. It's just, it's a lot of layers. It's, man. God damn it, Willie. Protect Willie at all costs. For real. (laughs) Man. He all we got. Right. Yes, literally. He is all we got. God damn it. I um and, and and going back to like everyone being admitted into this school again, I'm always interested to see, or I'm interested to find out how these kids got to the school. Now, Marcus, I see that, I, and with the other rats, I assume, you know, it's the same. I know Willie said his mom sent him to the school, but I'm thinking like, is this a secret or is it not? Like, how did your mama know to send you here? How right, did I'm about to say how deep is she in the, like how deep in the gang life is it? Does it go that you, you know about this school? Which even okay, kind of switching gears to the other subplot, uh Billy, the green haired Mohawk guy, he goes back home to visit his little brother 
And I, I bring him up right now because even his entrance into the school is via the mob. No, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's the mob. So it's like, yeah, yeah, some mob, yeah. How are we? And then with the conversation he had with his dad, he was like, "Yeah, you, you, something, something at that private school." I'm like, "Does he think that's just a private school, or does he?" So I'm, I'm right. a little confused. I'm a little confused. Right, because right, yeah, how do you? I mean, it makes me wanna say he he knows because he's. Like so, basically sold his son off to the mob yeah. to, to train. But then again, maybe he he really don't know exactly what they they sending him to school for. Maybe he think they trying to get him to run numbers or something for him. Well, I I, I don't know. I mean, listeners, if you out there, you got a little bit more insight. Use that hashtag ADCA pod. Because honestly, uh, even though I've read the books, I uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm 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 still in the dark. And then with this show, hell, who knows what they could do? Um. Okay. So so kind of going forward. We get the the Breakfast Club. We get uh, Masterland locking him up for detention for two days, which is mm-hmm. that seems extreme as fuck. But yeah, I mean, murder school, I guess it's not. But yeah, no food, no nothing, bro. Uh, what did these motherfuckers do? Did, did they say that and I just miss it? But like, <laughs> um, he was saying because they got caught. So oh yeah, because yeah. Because of the whole blow dart thing. He's yeah. Like, because you 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 broke the cardinal rule and you got caught, yeah. so that's why I'm, I'm disappointed in you. Okay, yeah, that's that's exactly right. I do remember that. Uh, it I re- I really liked all the interactions here, Chico, and I'm sure the the actor his nigga's name is Michael. I think he's probably older than most of them, but this nigga seems old as shit. Like I don't know. I'm like I could I can accept everybody else is maybe 15, 16. This motherfucker is like 25. Like, he, he, <laughs> yeah, he out there. He, he on the ladder in them twenties, though. He, nah. This nigga got four hundred one k. Dad, um, two kids, <laughs> a wife at home. But I, I'm 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 willing to accept it more with this show because I'm thinking like, okay, murder school, murder high school. Maybe, I, maybe you send your kid at twenty one. Like I'm 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 okay. I'm yeah. not, but I'm. Okay, that's the thing. Is it? Is it? Straight to high school? Is it? Is there age? Actually, I don't know the rules. Well, I, well, I know in the, in the comics, this they're technically freshmen, Marcus and them, because they're the class of ninety one. Uh, and this happened to think in eighty seven is when the show starts. And in the comics, I think Chico is drawn and written a bit younger than he appears here. So maybe this guy just happen to get the part and just be older. But I believe that they're like freshman or sophomore in this murder high school. But then okay. not that I can recall. I don't think they ever said freshman or sophomore because the, on the trades on the books, they always say the year 1987, 1988. They never, if I can recall correctly, say what, what level of high school they're in. Okay. Yeah. So, but, uh, I, I, I really, I really like Marcus. I like to know what's, what's your thoughts on this little Latin boy, Marcus, the 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 newbie, the newest rat. What's your uh, what's your take on him? Wait, wait, Marcus. Wait, I thought I'm the main character. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. That's okay. the the home the guy who was homeless. Oh my bad. Yeah, that's right. The newest. He is the newest on there. Um, I rocks with him too, man. Uh, he's scrappy. He's resourceful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, he seems like he has some sense of purpose outside of, um, you know, some, I guess, I'm going to say social justice, mm-hmm. but, you know, some sense of, like, 
trying to do better. Yeah. And 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 uh recognizing that the system is is built unfair and all that. So yeah. I, I I rocks with that always. Any any character that kinda has that to them, that that's a big draw to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like him for pretty much all the same reasons. Uh, more specifically, is him being able to do shit that they can't do. Uh, I don't know if this is a trope or anything, but he's the new kid who's not legacy, who's not book smart. He's more or less street smart, and his scrappy books, uh, street smart shit is what gets him out of a lot of situations. When uh, Chico fed everybody them rats, he ate rats, you know, for dinner because he was homeless. So that shit didn't yeah. bother him, you know. And you picking locks and, you know, I, I just like that he's the wild card in this mix. And no matter how much motherfuckers hate him, a lot of these niggas will be dead without him just from episode two, I think. So Right, with the um, the, the antidote. Yeah, the, with the, the poison. The yeah. or whatever, yeah. So, yeah, he lived that street life for real, you know. he's <laughs> Other folks, they... You, you might be coming from a line that kills, but yes. you're still bougie. Man. Yes, as hell. And, it, man, it's so funny. This reminds me of, like, A Different World or uh, any other, like, college age show. I I mean, I could be reaching, but I'm just like, all this, this shit. What's homegirl uh, in A Different World who was older than everybody? And Denise was like, oh, oh you 26 and you a freshman in college with us and whatever. But that's just what it reminds me of, this outsider in this space where everybody is the same who's still killing it so i'm right. a, fan, a whole man. different perspective than everyone else and, right. and it's paying off so far man i don't know why they doubting this motherfucker uh so right. i guess let me get to billy's billy's storyline so essentially what happens is billy goes home to see his his little brother his mama is talking shit to him she made some eggs with curdled milk, which wasn't okay, milk. I didn't know what that was supposed to be. I was like, was that mac and cheese? What was uh, that? <laughs> I, no, it was eggs, but I, but like you said, it looked so... I, first of all, this nigga spitting back into the food, that pissed me the fuck off. Because I was like, if, <laughs> niggas, dad, your little brother might like this shit. You spit, but whatever. So uh, his dad walks in. And he talking shit about, yeah, you're at that private school and this this food ain't good enough for him. So I didn't catch it into the second watch, but the dad is a gambler. Or he, I got that he owes somebody money, but I think the way that, maybe I was just too into the scene, but pretty much we find out he gambled away the money so they can't even afford groceries. And uh, the dad whoops Billy's ass. And that fucked me up. Like... Seeing him at the end of the episode crying to Marcus, it it felt like uh, what's his name, Cuba Gooding Jr. and um, uh, Boys in the Hood, when he was talking to Neil Long. I was like, oh shit, this nigga did bit this. <laughs> you know what got me about that scene too was was Marcus was shedding the tears too. Yeah. Bro. I was like, dang, this that was that was a that was a good scene. I mean, it was heavy, but like. The fact that he's like, okay, I'm here, I'm sharing this pain. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel you, bro. Mm-hmm. I feel you so much. Like, I'm shedding tears for you. Like, I was like, man, that was, that was kind of powerful. To it, me. Like, it was deep. He, he did a dump on him, bro. Like, he, and this is the, like a pale white kid with like a green mohawk. So a lot of his head is exposed. Like he, and I bring up his complexion because the, the makeup, kudos to the makeup team. Because the way they put these bruises on this man Bro, I felt that. I felt every. I'm like, oh 
shit, nigga. They yeah, was showing too. I was like, damn. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, kind of piggybacking off that, this is the episode where Marcus kind of is an empath. Like he's really like we got that scene with him and Billy, and you know, kind of shedding a tear for him. But we also discover, and I don't know if they said exactly what it was, but I think Chico's father died, or Chico. What was it? It's when they were all out in that common area with the weapons and shit, and Chico his picked brother, his little brother. Okay, okay, it was yeah. it was somebody, and uh, Marcus was like, "Oh, I, I I didn't know. I had no idea." He was like, "Nigga, how the fuck would you know? Like, we don't exactly. talk. We ain't cool." But again, but also I was like, I mean, you, you kind of ain't cool with him <laughs> because you be trying to kill him. Like that. I. That's the other thing. You no sex, no drugs, no killing. But these motherfuckers be borderline doing all three so what do you how do you reconcile that whatever um like they, they leave all the time too and i remember y'all saying you saying on the last episode like what, yes what are the rules what <laughs> nigga they are out of this school all the fucking time and that's what i'm saying like um when homeboy's parents came shabam the little chunky dude uh, shaba yeah when he when his <laughs> his parents came home one thing I say that fucked me up is I thought he was white he's not he's like Middle Eastern like that little yeah. his parents unless he's adopted which I doubt his parents look Middle Eastern they didn't, They were visibly brown people so that fucked me up um, but also because he was able to have that party and because that they are these wealthy Middle Eastern people do they know this is a murder school like what so you just, uh, bro, it's... Yeah, I just thought about it. I wasn't even paying attention. You're right. He's not white. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I thought he was white. So, you know, I'm... Yeah. He just, but even that made me see, and I don't know if this is what, what this is going to sound like, but when Brandy said that shit to him in the House Party episode about it would take 20000 for her to sleep with him, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But then to find out this nigga is a little brown boy and he's just getting his ass beat, I'm like, man... And then you obsessing over this blonde hair, blue eyed woman, which is okay. Everyone has their preference, but dude, are you uh, serious? She's also a, a Nazi, so that. therefore she's actively <laughs> going to get. But then again, I get Willie. Willie slept with her too. too. So I don't know. Yeah, I, this is this is some, and I really don't like that character. And I've said it before, and it's not. It is the Nazi stuff, but even that aside, mm-hmm. she's boring to me. Mm-hmm. Ain't no nothing to her. I'm like, that's... Okay, being racist, cool. Not cool, but for the show, cool, whatever. But for me, Chico was more interesting as an angry character. Mm-hmm. He's not racist, I don't feel. I think more or less him is just his pride and being dominant. Whereas Brandy, it just seems that racism is her only character trait. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's it. She's just lazy, and, and maybe like she's just there or their crew to to personify how lost I guess this program has got. That mm-hmm. it, it started out that you're supposed to be training people to liberate in a sense mm-hmm. through deadly means, and now you have essentially oppressors yeah. in here training too. So yeah, yeah. It's like, where, where, what's this school doing? Like, where, where, where are your goals? That, yeah, I would, I would like a flashback episode or something, because that's, I, 
I'm not. I just, she's boring. I think it's it's lazy. It's mm-hmm. lazy, right? But I would much rather, and I don't know what this is going to sound like, listeners, you know, check me if you got to, but I would much rather see this lazy-ass racist Brandy than for you to bring on a black woman and then write her poorly. Mm-hmm. I would, and, you know, so, I, you know, I, my, 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 my thoughts and views are my own. <laughs> Not, <laughs> but I'm just saying, because... frustrated is that even if you were not privy to black women back then and when i say you i mean uh rick remender the creator of this book you still were a kid in the 80s i didn't grow up shoulder to shoulder with white folks with asian folks uh with panamanian people i know a few I think I could do a good enough job at writing them into a story. Like, if you're going to make this school with all these killers from these different sets of, of gangs, there aren't any black women in the FWO gang. There aren't any black women in uh, uh, South Central, uh, in San Francisco. There's no black women in California who you, Rick Remender, have maybe talked to when you was a kid, seen on TV. Hell, there were black celebrities that were women. Like, there was a Diana mm-hmm. Ross. Hip-hop. Oh, you can, because right. FWO was clearly based off NWO, so you could, there are so many women you could have pulled from, but uh, again, I'm... Tell them why you mad. Bro, I just, I'm, I'm trying to rein it in, but it's not that fucking hard. And then even if you did not use a black woman who already exists as a template, if you just wrote a regular character, then write just a regular girl and just make her black. <laughs> just like just write a regular girl. Like, I mean put some nuance in there, but like Petra could have been well, n- I don't think she could have hmm, let me see. Let me make sure I'm saying this right. Petra's character, had she been a black girl, I think would have still been an interesting character. There are black golf girls. You know, yeah. if uh, Saya had have been black, which really wouldn't work with her character. But there are black right. girls who are into, and I don't know what that fandom or community is called. I just know about when Nicki Minaj first came out, she was into that shit. I seen girls yeah. back in high school into that shit. Hell, Gwen Stefani was into that Harajuku shit. So it's just, it, it, I just whatever, man. There's I just, ways to do it. I, hey, look, that's the thing. Representation really isn't that hard at all. But people. I don't know the creator. Is he white or... Uh, he's white. His, his he is. Yeah. He's white. Okay, well then, you know, that's it. They ain't thinking about it. You know, that that's... Especially in the 80s, white men aren't... You know, that's on the whole opposite end. They really not thinking about black women. Black women are essentially invisible mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, but it would be... I feel like in this current climate and uh, on, on the show, mm-hmm. they're... You know, there's there's changes. If you're taking liberty and you're and you're making, uh, you know, diversion from the the original text a little bit, then there's ways that the creators and the showrunners can incorporate black women more. And yeah. hopefully, it's on the it's on the way. Um, I'm hoping. I'm I'm hoping, and I you know, and I and I'm actually going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And, if for nothing else, but the show is actually entertaining. 
um, I'm speaking from a male's point of view, so I know there are some things that are probably problematic or probably could be changed um, that a woman would probably reckon or a femme identifying person would recognize a bit better than me. And I'm open to that conversation. I said it before. If there are some things going on that need to be checked, tweet me. Let me know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, with the women characters, they do all seem to be mostly uh, just romantic interests as well. Yeah. Um, as far, you know, this far, excuse me. Um, yeah. They're starting to give uh, Saya, you know, a little more to her. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm for that. I'm for that. I actually... Uh, I think Maria is the one that I'm struggling the most with just because of her relationship with Chico. But at the same time, I um, mm-hmm. I said it before, I do like... Okay, let's, let's get into this nigga. I... Chico is stressing me out, man. <laughs> because I'm trying to be there for him. Because I... And I said it before, it's like the Thanos thing where, yes, Chico is an asshole and he's, he's clearly the villain... But he's the villain who's at a school for villains. Well, that's what it's been turned into. So he's right. kind of sort of fulfilling what the school is is supplying. But at the same time, you are a you are a dick. Like you are the <laughs> worst type of person. But I, uh, I don't. Talk to me, man. What's how? How do you feel about Chico? What's your thoughts, man? Man, like I said at the top. <laughs> This episode set me up. I was like, oh, Chico might not be that bad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, at first, they was like, it was cool, and Marcus was doing, like, little gladiator stuff, and mm-hmm. it was all love. You know, I was like, oh, then he started talking about his brother. And then, so I was like, okay, this is, maybe this is where they're going to peel back this character. And then they mm-hmm. peeled him all the way back. He was like, oh, you soft. Like, you talk all this trash. <laughs> you asshole. But you went. <laughs> When it's just the fan, bro, you run like you. <laughs> yes, yes. He, oh man, he's such. But yeah, like you said, he's because he's such a, a a a jerk for no real reason, mm-hmm. honestly. But he's you know he's playing that role. I guess he's he's trying to build himself up to lead the cartel or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but I say maybe maybe a, a Willie in many ways too. Actually, except that he he's actually. You know, has more blood on his hands. Well, technically, Willie got blood on his hands too. But like more, more recently, mm-hmm. you know, he he will pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah. Chico, this nigga. First of all, look like a whole teacher out here. Uh, <laughs> so the series of events is they fucking around, playing off, fucking off with these weapons. That was another thing. Like, think of something like the Breakfast Club or something similar where they you know, go out and sneak and get some snacks. These niggas snuck out and got weapons and was just, right. like, casually playing around. With explosives and stuff, too. Like, it was cool. Bro, grenades. Like, Victor was like, oh, I've been inside of a Russian nesting doll. How, of course, how appropriate. He finds a, a grenade. Nigga, what? He said, I've been looking for you. You So you just got live grenade? Just chilling? <laughs> Listen. So... What I like is scenes like that where in a regular show would be let's go get snacks, let's go get our electronics, this is let's go get our weapons. That sets off a series of events where the kids are being kids but with weapons. And uh, Jeremy, what's his name? Uh, um, I, I want to say I felt like it was Jaden. So, okay. Because earlier when you said the new kid, I thought you was talking about him because he, he hasn't been on the he's, like they just He was on the show because he's the guy, now that I think about it, who I think in episode two, 
whenever in class he was like hey marcus this is how you can kill reagan with like he's a character who's there but he doesn't have a lot of speaking roles but i do remember him uh but he gets his fucking hand chopped off which (laughs) fucked me like the graphics of this show Woo, bro I figured something was gonna happen to him because I was like, I don't pay, I ain't pay attention. He's the odd man out yeah, yeah. in in this crew right now. I was mm-hmm. like, man, they gonna do something with him, mm-hmm. but they, they get the hand cut off. Like, bro, as, I... he, as he's about to try to do this stunt on the bike, yeah, out of nowhere, just. And I said, I was like, oh, he gonna die. But when I said he gonna die, I thought it was because he was gonna try to jump over the blaze like Saya did, mm-hmm. but not make it. So when they pulled it, mm, I can imagine that pain. Uh, So these two masked ninja in suits, they chasing these motherfuckers down. I like that too. These kids are going to have, they're going to need therapy, uh, Mm -hmm. psychologists, medications. Mm -hmm. They all going to have PTSD by the time they graduate because this is the third episode that, or the fourth maybe that they've been hunted down by somebody or had to get out of some impossible situation uh mm-hmm. in the midst of running away they, like, no no go ahead go ahead i was saying no it's like harry potter times a hundred you know <laughs> this <laughs> always getting into something no it's actually die. It's, yeah, this is this this is terrible. This is terrifying. Like, and I mean, I I would imagine there's something like this that probably exists. Maybe not to this degree, but I'm sure there's you know some type of um, fraternal organization inside of a school that maybe does something similar. But this shit is this shit is wild. Um, homeboy, nameless dude. While the kids are being chased into the detention room, Chico again, this bitch ass dude. He, He, bro, he pretty much ensures that this dude dies. He like pushes him or does something to. I think, does he throw him down to the ground? I feel like he he threw him, yeah, back. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Necessary, homie was already ahead of you. Like it was plenty of space. You yes. ran around. Yes, you know? yes. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a pack of gators coming. Let me distract. Like, <laughs> which is, oh, God, I, I, so yeah, Chico. I, I, again, I'm for him in the sense that he's. I feel like he's doing what he's supposed to do in this school. But then at the same time, nigga, there has to be some type of honor somewhere. You, you can't come out the gate killing it like you have to be I feel, I feel like Maria if she is lying to Saya is doing a better job at playing the long game than Chico is period even Victor did a better job like he trash yeah yeah Chico folded like immediately dog that was the thing it was like he he got shook yeah Literally threw homie under the bus. Yes, uh, yes. Bus of knives. Yes, <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> and then left everybody on stuff. Like didn't say a word of nothing. Which like, is, uh, I, I, I hate this dude. And I, I, I get that y'all ain't cool. But in times of trauma, you really think it's better for you to go off on your own. Like it's safety in numbers, and we all been trained at this school. We can figure something out. You really gonna leave us? 
I mean, Chico ain't shit, man. He at all, dog. Because even if you're going to leave, you could have let us like, hey, niggas, this is a, a vent big enough for all of us to get out. Like, mm-hmm. he, and then when they got to the other side, he uh, he doggone locked them out. Like, he could have let them come through. Like, yeah. he just like, sorry. Like, I, he, I was like, bro, then he turned back to the asshole. I, I was can't, like, come on, bro. I can't do it. I, I can't. I want to be a fan of his, but I, I can't. I just can't. That nigga is trash. Yeah, uh, I don't know how they're going to bring him back for me. Uh, I mean, I ain't gonna mention nothing else about the comments. I just know okay, okay. I see some shit coming that I think is gonna happen, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping some shit happen. But um, a, a quick aside, we get uh, Victor and Petra sharing a moment because they both have been stabbed, and I like that this show uses the trauma that the kids have been through through comic book panels, where you're not. I guess one is cheaper, I'm sure. You could pay an animator versus a bunch of actors. But you don't... I think it's more impactful for me. Mm-hmm. But knowing that every episode we're getting somebody's traumatic backstory as a cartoon, that's it, it's something eerie about a kid's medium or a medium that's intended for kids being so gruesome. Like, Yeah. I don't know. So, No, yeah, I... Definitely, because I was, that's a good point, too. And I was definitely thinking about how, I mean, not only is the art style, I think it, it's dope and it mm-hmm. looks cool, like, being in the show, but I also appreciated being in the comic style because it kind of is still gruesome. Yes. It's still, you know, heavy, but mm-hmm. it ain't as heavy as it would be as they tried to put that stuff yes. in, in, you know, actual <sighs> live action. Yes. And then to think of a child actor having to play these, but oh, that's, I mean, I'm all for these kids having parts in movies and stuff, but the shit Petra saw, the shit Willie went through, the shit Marcus are like, I don't want no kid actor playing. That. Right, right. They don't need some, you know, I'll be wondering about that too. And these, these kid actors that be in, in certain roles mm-hmm. like that, like, do they, do they need therapy after this? Like, how do they? <laughs> Look, cause I, I don't know, but even with that, like the the kids on the show, uh, and the char- the characters, not the actors. But I'm thinking, if this is the '80s, y'all, the class of '91, you approximately 17, 18, when you get to '91, and you go on to be adults. Thinking about real lifetime, what that makes them like 40, 40 something in 2019, right? If I'm doing my math right, what type of people did you grow up to be? Like, that's what I want to know. What happens to Marcus at 40, Saya at 40, Maria at 40. Like, what? Yeah, what are y'all doing now? Who y'all working for? What did, What missions y'all on? Uh shit. These, these. Think, by saying, thinking about them being kids, that's something, too, I appreciated with this episode. It did help remind me that, oh, these are kids, especially, um, and that they, they're not as experienced mm-hmm. as I was thinking, right? I wasn't mm-hmm. sure exactly where everyone outside of Marcus fell mm-hmm. as far as, like, being in the program and experience, but then when you see uh, Victor being scared to yeah, die, I'm yeah. thinking, like, if you are, you know, you are a full-fledged assassin mm-hmm. or whatever you're training to be, like, you probably wouldn't be fearing death like this. Right, right, right. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. That just kind of drove back home in my mind, like, mm-hmm. yo, these are kids. They are, you know, just getting this stuff Right, right, out, right. You know? Oh, shit, nigga, you, you, yeah, you're right, and, and to your point, and I know this is a whole nother show, but this is a show that I review, so I just gotta cut into these niggas, this show, 
Deadly Class, I think, does a very good job and a better job than something like Riverdale. And like you said, even though they're doing all this shit, showing us that things are still kids at the end of the day. Riverdale's on some other shit. These motherfuckers, they don't know if they kids, if they 30-something, if they what. <laughs> I hate that. Though Chico is old as shit, I can still accept him as this kid role because they do so well with everybody else. Riverdale, not so much. Um, See, I, I leave that to you. I don't be watching Riverdale. I'm, I'm trying to get off it, man. It's, they're not doing it for me, man. They, they keep fucking over Josie and all the marginalized people. But to hear that rant, guys, check out Welcome to Riverdale <laughs> on Mondays on the Carefree Black Nerd feed. But yeah, that shit is ah, trash. Um, but but yeah, so we uh, kind of taking a few steps back to Maria and Marcus. Pretty much Maria wants a passport. Marcus like, nah, mm-hmm. this ain't, that's what the cartel specializes in. Why would I give you a passport? She talking about that K no, you, auto, you automatically putting this man in danger. Mm-hmm. And he still goes through with it. He gets her passport in a comic book, no doubt. That's another thing I like yeah. about this show. They bring up comics every episode. I love it. Uh, Maria turns, goes into her room, and who's sitting in the, the chair? Fucking Chico. After he mm-hmm. then locked Saya up and ran out on everybody, saw all these monks killed, like this nigga. <sighs> Just shows back up, like you know, like ain't nothing happen. Like it's all cool, all good in the hood. Like he ain't just just sold everybody out. You know what I'm saying? Just showed up, like he like he the man. Like, I hate him. Now. I hate that nigga. I do. I just I can't. Cause you and the significance of this scene is that Maria is not expecting him, and she's you know thrown off. And I'm more afraid for her now mm-hmm. because before. We didn't know if Chico knew about Marcus. We find out on their date that he does know. Yeah. With her putting that passport into her back pocket, she did it right in front of the mirror. So though we didn't see Chico looking directly at her back pocket in the mirror, I don't know if he saw that or not. And so now I'm right. scared of shit for her. And because I'm scared of shit for her, you didn't put Willie in danger. Now is he going to go after Willie too? Like... Exactly. Yeah. Then her back pocket ain't even really a pocket. It was still sticking out. So. That. These tight ass jeans. Like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I don't. I'm, I'm scared, man. I'm scared for Willie. I'm scared. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, you know, maybe it'd be cool, but clearly Willie was a little shook about. Yes. You know, them finding out. So I don't yes. know. Like, bro, I don't need them coming from a boy like that, though. Know? Mm, he all we got yeah. See and they're going to force him to kill I have a prediction that they're going to And this ain't based off nothing in the comics But I feel like they're going to force him This show is going to force him to actually kill somebody I'm not ready I'm not ready uh, <laughs> Yeah I can see that too Because he did especially like either Out of you know Maria Or, or, or standing up for Marcus too So mm-hmm. they're probably going to be with Chico, one of them boys. Man, say um, and I in the quick aside, I do like him and Marcus. I like their friendship. I like that mm-hmm. Marcus kind of stood up to him, and I like that Willie isn't this extremely macho, toxic dude. Like he recognizes that, yeah, we can't be friends for real, for real. But maybe we can. Like he, I didn't expect that conversation with Marcus to end with them being friends. 
But, you know, he stood yeah. up for him at the dance and, and all that. So, kudos to him. But I, I like how layered Willie is. I want, I want more. I want more. I want more. Me too, man. That's, nah. that's why I'm hoping they let him get cooler. That way you can kind of bring bring us more into to Willie's world yeah. a little bit more. And the rest of his people. Yeah, he. That's really that's it. Because I know I'm. I'm kind of looking at the the episode now, and I'm seeing when they wheeled out Petra and Victor. There's a few black girls. There's like at least three. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at. I what? Where are they from? What's their story? You know, I don't need a full mm-hmm. backstory, but I need something. You know, Keisha from Compton. Her dad was in you know NWO, <laughs> and you know he wanted to be safe. Like I just I need something. I need something to hold on to. Exactly. We need <laughs> for real because this these motherfuckers ain't whatever. Um, oh, so I guess the big fight. Let's not you know uh, ignore that. Saya and Masterline end up fighting the two cousins that came to pick her up. What's your thoughts on that scene? That fight scene as a whole, like yo, I was I was geek. Yes. And, uh, Master Lynn was walking in, dog. I was like, oh, it's about to be an ass whooping. Let's, Let's get it. Yes. And um, I thought the scene was dope. And, you know, they showed off. I don't know if, uh, you know, Master Lynn would have fared well if it was just him. Uh huh. Uh huh. I was trying to, like, gather that. But, yeah. But, uh, you know, Marcus definitely, he played his role, too. He's like, look, I can't go head up with nobody, but, you know, I can do a little sneak yes. attack here and there. Yes. He did his thing. That frying pan. Showed he had heart. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. He makes me like him even more every episode. Like, I like him by default because he's the main character. But there are shows, like Riverdale, where the main characters, I hate them niggas because they just not, they're horrible. He... And his crew, actually, everybody got a little something that makes them a bit more endearing. But seeing this motherfucker jump over that countertop with like a frying pan in his hand, yeah, you fighting trained assassins, and you got who? On you, top of that, that who already took out? I'm assuming some of the best trained assassins for the school. Yeah, yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, ooh, ooh. it's just thinking of that, man. This this show is really good. The stakes are high, like all the goddamn time. Like I, I'm. <laughs> oh my feelings is hurt man but yeah I like seeing him into action I really like that he came from being a homeless dude a homeless orphan who was being abused at the boys home to mm-hmm. this and this ain't necessarily a um, Beverly Hills but you you're gaining your own family man you're it <sighs> this is a yeah, good he, like you say come up you got you gaining him family and friends and you know got a place to sleep and eat too man mm-hmm. my man is on a come up ah man so uh pretty much we end this episode with Shabin's Shabba's family his mom and dad coming home and uh seeing this like burnt okay boy before I get there the guy that's hunting Marcus with the burnt face what do you as someone who's only watched the TV show um what do you get from him like what's your your take uh, on him? Who slept with the who was fucking the animals? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm about to say they introduced that man on, bro. That man crazy. Uh, he he's scary. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's yeah. That's that's actually a very terrifying character to me because mm-hmm. it's like I don't know what he gonna do to whoever, and and he just don't care. He don't give him no f's. Bro. He all. don't care. 
Yeah, he um he's he's hunting for Marcus, and I didn't know how. Go no, go ahead, go ahead. Not about to say because is he hunting? He's the one that actually burned down the home, right? That's the impression that I'm under. Yeah, is that it was him and not Marcus. So yeah, because Saya said to uh, Maxine at the end of I think episode two, uh, yeah, Marcus didn't. He's not who you think he is. He didn't. He didn't burn down the boys' home. So I think that guy did. Uh, but we'll see for sure, I guess, in the next few episodes. But him hunting down Marcus the way he... First of all, introducing him like fucking a cow or a goat or something. Yeah, the goat, bro. Damn. It was, I still I, hear them goat screams in my, in my dreams, bro. The, it's, it, it was horrible. He oh, ain't nothing. Just that alone. Fuck the face and the, the... Just that. His obsession with... Oh, bro. Mm. Uh, but seeing him... Go after Marcus in this way. And I like that he's a good, I don't say detective, but tracker. Like, uh, I don't know if I don't know if I have the words for what I'm trying to say, but the way he's hunting down Marcus feels genuine. It doesn't feel like the writer said, and then he's gonna find a note that says Marcus is here. Like it feels like a natural. If I'm yeah. looking for somebody, I'm going through these steps. So I like that. Yeah, he's interrogating folks, clearly uh, goats as well. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, it makes me wonder, though. I'm like, what happened to that cop, though? The one that found him. I don't even want to know. Cause I, I mean, yeah, you're right. I don't. I, I'm going to just assume that he let him be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's say that. Uh, yeah, so, so that happened. So we know that he's probably a bit closer to finding Marcus because he says... Um, Pretty much Shabin's, Shabam's parents come in and like, oh, this shit fucked up, blah, whatever. Where's Shabam? Is he at the school? Homeboy who sleep with animals was like, yeah, what school? Wow. Yeah, like he paid rent there. <laughs> Let's not ignore the fact that this dude has the original guy from the beginning butt naked with a collar and leash around his neck on his knees like this is an animal. So yeah. again, I don't want to know what happened to that cop. I don't want to know. I don't. I don't. I don't need, you're right. I don't need to know. For my own health. Uh, <laughs> so, again, this... Ah, uh, man. Okay. Um, but then we end the actual episode with Billy recounting his visit with his parents and his dad whooping his ass. And he says, we need... No, Marcus is like, what can we do? He's like, well, we need to go to Vegas. Marcus is like, for like a road trip. He says, yeah, to kill my dad. So... Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. You know, I don't. I wonder if he's gonna go through with it, or if Mark is gonna have to do it for him. And that's that's interesting. That is interesting because it seems like Saya may be the only person who has. Well, no, I can't even say that because she cried during the fight. She had to kill one of the guys. I'm assuming is her relative. Yeah, it was her cousin because she talked about it. Like okay. I, I think that's the main one she was training with. Okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 she did say that. God damn, I'm old, man. But yeah, she. So it seemed like Marcus is the only one who got that thing in him where he can just kill. He can just you know what's the like it's out of I think not out of um, killer instinct, but more or less out of survival. Like, I survival mode. Mm-hmm. I got to do what I have to do. And the fact that he told Willie, you know, I'll do your work for you. I'll do your killings for you. It's also like, 
I know what I got to do to stay in this school, to stay safe. I'm going to just do the shit. So, Right, and know. as long as there's some sort of, I guess, you know, you say quote-unquote righteousness behind it. Because mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. I don't think he's down for just taking anyone. No, out, but yeah. yeah. He's down. Like if, So I don't know if he will, you know, try to, you know, I don't know because – um, what's what's great hair kid name? Billy. Billy, right, right. Yeah, because he, he even seemed like he was trying to talk him out of it in the sense, mm-hmm. well, not talk him out of it, but like, oh, well, maybe you couldn't do it because you still really love your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, nah, <laughs> nigga, we need to kill him. <laughs> and then, and even, oh, I like this show so much because even within, if you think killing is wrong and Billy shouldn't do this, his reasons are, it's not even just that he whooped my ass and even my mama, I got my little brother there. And this little tiny human, I can't protect him. I'm sold off to this murder school by the mob. I like he. Ah, uh, you can't. I, I just, I like it, man. I, I really like this show. <laughs> no, I, I like it too, man. This, this is a dope show, man. It's, it's going places. Like I said, it's, it's, it's heavy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at times, but I make, you know, I make good space for it. I'm like, yo, I gotta watch this though. I, right, right. It's is 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 it has me like I'm here. Okay, I'm here okay. For the, for the rest of the season, the <sighs> next season, I, you know how long these seasons gonna be? Well, this first one is ten episodes. Ten, okay. So I would assume they'll all be ten going forward, but you know who knows? Maybe they're like y'all did so well. I give you thirteen this go round, so we'll see. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what happens because again. I guess I'm fucking. I'm gonna do this every episode. Bring up the damn books, but with the stuff that happened in the books. There are certain events that I really want to see played out live action. Um, if they don't do these, I won't be disappointed because they're doing a good job with changing the material. But like I said, staying true to what's in the books. My biggest thing is seeing that black women are integrated into this show in a way that makes sense and more than a damsel in distress or a stereotype. That's That's all I want. Do whatever you want. I just, I just want that. Oh. I co I signed that with you. Good, good deal, good deal. You got any favorite, least favorites, like characters, or you know anybody you you hate? <laughs> no, nah, oh, well, we are. No, I'm, I'm hating Chico right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> but being yeah. soft, um, Marcus, honestly, my man, who uh, uh, the burnt face guy yeah. had tied up. I was like, dang man, I I don't, I don't know what movies I've seen him before. I recognize him. I was like, oh man, I like that dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but I fear for him. Is R.I.P. He gone already? <laughs> Listen, um, yeah. So that that the burn face cat though, he he's the least favorite. He's he's unsettling. Yes, for me. Yes, very. He he gives me a '80s Freddy Krueger meets like a Lampoon National Lampoon. So, like he he gives me like a horror. Mixed with some Revenge of the Nerds, some shit that's just like, like you said, unsettling. I, yeah. Ah, fuck that dude. I'm ready for him to die or get arrested or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marcus gonna have to handle him. Yeah, somebody gonna have to kill him. I I can see that now. Like, and this ain't even speaking nothing about the books. Just in general, this man cannot live. I. Ah, man. So. um yeah, pretty much the same here. Marcus is a is a, a go to favorite. I did like that this was a Saya heavy episode because, like you said before, the women didn't seem to get 
the attention that they needed. Um, I'm hoping that we get more of these traumatic cartoon backstories for more people uh, Mm -hmm. who maybe aren't the main, because Petra is kind of a main character, but she's not one of the main students who brought Marcus to the school. So I don't know if she's like a, I don't know, but I'm glad we got her backstory. I, um, I don't need any more Brandy. I don't need to see her at all. Uh, And I'm hoping, I'm just hoping for black women to be on this goddamn show pretty soon. I need to see that a black girl's getting a check from sci-fi, but uh, exactly. <laughs> now man, that's no, not and, and Master Lin too, man. He, oh, for sure, for sure. He, he, OG. he, even with that limp, he was whooping ass. So right, that <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm for that. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. Do you have any final thoughts on on the on the show as a whole or anything? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just. It's getting better with each episode, which, you know, I guess that's what good shows do. Yes, yes. And um, I feel like it's peeling back each episode by episode, and and we're getting a little more uh, of each character, which is dope. And and they're, they're and it's turning out to make them more interesting. You know, yes. it's not like we get something from them, and then it's like, oh, that's kind of a throwaway, or that's a whack, or, you know, a stupid trope, but... Yeah, overall, no, no. Man, I just I really like this show, man. It kind of took me by surprise seeing like whenever the, the pilot came on, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, what's this? This what this is what happened to Wong when he uh, <laughs> left? Right, just like this. What he, <laughs> let me check out yeah. what the show is. So yeah. like I had no clue what it was about to be about, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh snap, okay, okay. Man, say, I, oof, I'm so like happy because listeners, some of y'all might know I love Generation X. That's the Marvel comic from the '90s. Going into the 2000s, I was a kid around that time, so it was really resonated with me. I doubt we're going to get Generation X in my lifetime, or if so, I'm gonna be in my 40s or 50s. This show is the closest to that feeling I had as a kid reading Generation X and to see all these young ass kids doing their damn thing, making their money, and just giving us quality content, man. Ah, I'm just, I'm a sucker for this shit, but right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm excited. But that aside, this was a good episode. Um, episode four, Mirror People. Uh, yeah, so let these folks know where they can cyberstalk you and, and listen to your, your content and shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, uh, once again, that's B-Jinx, uh, Me, My Thoughts and Eyes, E-Y-E-S. Um, you can find me on all your platforms, Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. Um, <laughs> dropping every other Wednesday. So I just had an episode, uh, episode 20 this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so bi-weekly from here on. And you can follow me on Twitter at Thoughts and Eyes. And, you know, you can follow my, my personal page, BJinx, B-J-Y-N-X. <laughs> on Twitter as well. So hit me up, man. Talk to me. Let me know what you think if you listen to the episode. So Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. And of course, listeners, all those links will be in the show notes. So wherever you're listening, click that expand button. Read through and uh, visit B Jinx. Let this man know you're there. Uh, let him know what you thought about his thoughts on the episode and listen to some of his catalog he got for you. And of course, I'm Rain Coleman, your host. Hit me up on Twitter, Carefree Blurred. Use that hashtag ADCAPod. 
every other social media site, Carefree Black Nerd. If you must, email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Uh, stay tuned. Live tweet with me. Talk shit with me. Talk shit at me. Uh, and uh, until next time, man, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay the fuck away from King's Dominion. That is not the school for you. You can't handle it, man. You can't handle it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man. Ah. <sighs>